evening, everyone, and Hello. welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And tonight, we're going to be discussing the Roger Corman classic, Carnosaur. Yeah. Uh, a this movie... movie got tons of press back in the day, somehow. Yeah, uh, because it was... Uh, a mockbuster, and I guess they hadn't heard of mockbusters at yeah, this point. I remember just seeing this in magazines left and right when I was a kid, and I was so excited to see it. I mean, uh, they scored John Carl Beekler. Yeah, come on, that's pretty cool. And uh, you know, he's doing his best with what he's got here. Well, uh, we only had ten weeks to make all these dinosaurs Insane. and everything. So, I mean, the only reason this movie is even remembered is because of how silly fun the puppets are. Yeah, like. It, I honestly feel like if they'd gotten a worse effects person, it would be even more well regarded <laughs> because it's almost like he's too good. Like <laughs> the puppet effects yeah. are like you can tell they're puppets and you can because you never see the end of a dinosaur like the carnosaur. Its ass is always off screen because that's where the, the puppet stuff yeah. goes through. Uh, and it's like, OK, you kind of just mentally are like well i know where the puppet ends and all of that and oh and that's the thing that it does it it's it has no consistency either because there's the hand puppet one there's the, the love, suit there's a suit dinosaur boy do the, i love that hand puppet yeah there's the actual 15 foot mechanical dinosaur they built that yeah could barely do anything that they just shoot with laser lights like <laughs> i mean it's amazing i there's so much about it that i'm just like it's it's cool yeah and it's weird that they bothered building a 15 foot dinosaur because they could easily have just done that in like that could have been foreshortened. Well, don't tell them that. I mean, I, <laughs> I like it's it, it just shocks me because Corman was involved. It's like if if your shots look like that and you're never going to have anybody right up against the dinosaur. Yep. Why build that? Giant? Why build it? Like, why not just cheap it out? I mean, you cheaped literally everything else out. Yep. It seems like a no-brainer to cheap that one out. But the the main fault I feel this movie has is characters. Ooh, boy, I just don't that feel like true. anybody's that interesting. Nope. Like, I don't give a shit about anybody, anybody. in this movie. No, God, no. Nope. Uh, you don't like anybody in this movie. And it's the thing you don't root for anybody in. And it's got a it's got like this it's got also this like kinda right wingy, kinda like like boomerish, like Oh, you're trying to save the environment. You don't understand how the world works. Version of like straw man argument against these people. Yeah. Like, look, he's a hippie, and he's like, "Hey, green brother." Yeah, How's, it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. A hippie's gonna be scared of a dinosaur. I get, <laughs> I get all of, I get the fact that it's sometimes fun to just have big caricatures. But if you have one sided caricatures, if there isn't also the like <laughs> the other side of this, then it doesn't work. But whatever i mean i guess i guess our genetic company that's destroying the entire world might be the uh antithesis of those yep oh definitely <laughs> and you get that guy that's trying to push the the blueberry pie and past <laughs> that like, dude is such a weirdo and that's his, the thing like his acting choices i think he kind of made he made some very special choices yes. that really changed the feeling of this movie and i kind of loved but it just felt like it was like halfway there. Yeah, yeah. Like it was yeah. just like, oh, this is quirky and you're weird, but like, it's just not weird enough. Yeah, and, you. Could and it's like, I don't know how you'd fix it. He's like, I'm laying on my stomach, uh, coaching somebody on eating a piece of blueberry pie, and this isn't weird enough. Oh, but it's not. You know, you know how you, you know how you weirded up. 
you recast that and you switch his role, make him Clint Howard. Yes. If Clint Howard had played that fucking role, you think that wouldn't have been freaky? How are you enjoying your blueberry pie? Every one of those blueberries has a little bit of embryonic fluid on it. <laughs> then You can hardly taste it, though. Right, exactly. The <laughs> yeah. way this guy delivers it, you're like, oh, okay, it, it sounds reasonable. If Clint Howard delivers that line, you're like, oh, he's like squirting embryonic fluid <laughs> into your blueberry yep. pie. This guy's a freak. And coming to your house to do it. And like he's doing it while you're sleeping and he's going into your refrigerator. <laughs> I'm the embryonic fluid fairy. <laughs> oh, God. But at least we do get some of him in this movie, and it's great. Yeah. And uh, he's underutilized, too. He's massively underutilized. I mean, they, they the, the get thing- him to do a couple little things that are Clint Howardy. Yeah, but it's just not that He's not funny. Clint Howardy enough. The no. script is just not good. Like That's true. I mean, it's a bad script. Yeah. But, I mean, it's also, like you say, it's a 10-week script. It's, it's a, a rushed, yeah. It had, to mean, get out, not, it had to get out on the shelves before Jay Park. And yeah. it's not even it's not even that, that that was rushed 10 weeks. I mean, that was probably rushed two weeks or a week. Because yep. it has to be there so that they can know what to do going into production. Yep. So, or maybe they didn't even have a script going forward and they just... <laughs> just wung it is that the uh, past tense of winged it, Man, <laughs> by, it? by how much stuff is going on in this movie it's very possible it definitely it's feels such like a it. busy movie for a creature feature like it's such a busy but boring movie which is weird and it has it also has that thing that a lot of these movies that we've seen have where it's like pick a tone are you are you night of the living dead or are you return of the living dead yes like which is choose and I wish it was return. I wish this went. I wish goofier. it was always return. Yeah, uh, like, and then we get all this stuff that's like it's really serious, but yeah. kind of goofy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, you want to talk about it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So uh, we got a Roger Corman movie. So what do we get with Roger Corman movies? We get walking, and we get stock footage. And yeah. We're gonna start off with some stock ass footage. Oh, this is great. Watching chickens getting mutilated. Yeah, this movie dares you to watch it. It's like <laughs> it makes you hate it right out of the gate. You're like, okay, so slaughterhouse footage of chickens. Thanks. Like nobody needs that. And also, there this like this weird framing device, I guess you would have to call it, of footage with the computer readout it looks like like terminator vision it looks like terminator vision but it never like we don't understand what any of it means i mean it it doesn't relate to anything and it's not important so it's like it distracts you because you're paying attention to it to be like oh there's 20 percent gene uh establishment in the i guess that's telling you quadrant i guess that's telling you the formulation to make the dinosaur maybe yeah but who so cares? That, so I, that you can at home while watching it you can, you can make, make your, your own, own dinosaur oh, oh that's oh shit let's try that after. maybe this is <laughs> maybe this is more fun than i think it is and <laughs> it's supposed to be a it's the home game version of carnosaur <laughs> uh but no we get this shitty stock footage and uh and then that gene coding stuff pops up over it and then as in, that's where our credits are. And then as we watch the guts sluice down the drain, uh, we join someone poking at something in a low budget 90s movie lab. Um, I like this. I, I mean, it is every like sci fi action movie or whatever. It's 
it's that same thing where it's like we've got a big open room so we're going to just shut the lights out put yep. furniture there so you can't tell that there are no walls there so that anything we build out we just put light on and then people will just assume that there's walls everywhere else but we're really right in the middle of nothing just a warehouse yeah. which is great it's I mean, a, sec- it's a it secret works. cabal in Washington discussing uh, things and, and and a coke drinking club. A secret, a secret cabal sponsored by the Coca Cola yes. Company. <laughs> Everybody's got a can of coke at the table. How the fuck <laughs> did Roger Corman pull this shit off? I mean, they got him for. Oh wait, or was that Pepsi? I'm thinking of Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Also had a. Pepsi. I think it was Pepsi, though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe I mean, Coke was competing. They were like, "Hey, you got the killer tomatoes. We're gonna we're do gonna Carnosaur. do Carnosaur. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, sure. I I'm sure it didn't cost much. And again, well, I'm sure they paid them. Like, oh no no no. I mean, I'm sure it didn't cost Coca Cola much. For, oh yeah, yeah, yeah for their product placement. And and again, like I said, this movie was getting a lot of press. It's true beforehand. So and it did have coverage. I mean, this thing hit every video store. There yeah. were a million copies at every yep. every shitty Hollywood video or whatever. So I mean, I guess it probably was worth their time to have that product placement. Yeah. Uh. So there you go. Uh. Everyone is talking about this mysterious scientist. Jane Tiptree, who is named after uh, a female sci-fi writer as an homage. Ah, uh, fun fact. It is a fun fact. She's actually really interesting. You can look her up. It's pretty pretty cool because she wrote under a man's name forever because no one would let women write sci-fi in that era. And so she pretended to be a dude. Uh, pretty cool. She's played by Diane Ladd, who took this gig for... Uh, I don't know, gambling debts, maybe? Uh, uh, Roger Corman has photos of her, like, torturing baby ducklings yeah, or I, something? I have no idea how. Uh, no clue what she was doing here. But Couldn't... fun fact, at the same time this movie came out, Jurassic Park came out with her daughter, Laura Dern. Oh, so maybe that was it. Maybe she was trying to show up her daughter yeah. and make a better movie than Jurassic Park. Hey, <laughs> <I ate> for effort. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say uh, no. All right. Now we see some dumbasses making confusing sex jokes and being allergic to the chickens they're transporting. There's a through line of chickens because, like, Jurassic Park had their amphibians, they had the frogs that they changed the DNA of. This is chickens. So somehow they have genetically manipulated chickens. This is also an anti biotech food now, movie. Now, this is also a virus movie. It's when everybody gets infected, virus. is everybody get infected from eating those chickens, or is it airborne? It's airborne, I believe. It's okay. I mean, I was trying to figure out if everybody was getting it from the chicken. And also, only women eating. were getting it. No, the men were getting it too. Well, it was only killing the women. Yes, the men. It, were, it would make the women give yes. birth to dino eggs, and, and they would ki- they kill would the die. process. Yeah. <sighs> With the end goal of it killing all the women, so men can't reproduce at all. Be, well, I mean. I would say that that would be moot because if you have like a hundred thousand carnosaurs running around, probably there won't be any men left anyway because yeah. the carnosaurs will eat them. Uh, from what it's, we've it's seen, a, it's a double backup plan. Yeah, <laughs> the carnosaurs are very effective at eating people. They are. They do. They do do that good. Yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> these are very fast, dangerous killing machines. Even when they're little, little rubbery hand puppets, they're still. Yep. They can murder two people in a jeep with. And they grow hyper fast. Yeah. I love how they never really. Okay. So there are multiple carnosaurs, though. Yeah. This movie should have been called Carnosaurs. Yes. And there's a moment when the the coroner is like, well, 
I don't know, either there's multiples of them or they're growing at a huge rate. And it's like, we know there's multiples of them. So it's almost like they're saying they don't grow at a really fast rate. But is there multiples or is there only two? I think there's only two. There's the one raptor that kept getting bigger and bigger and there's the cardosaur. Okay, maybe. I mean, the the raptor gets shot by the sheriff later. Yeah. And so then they, the carnosaur gets killed. Yeah. So and then that that takes it all I out. think there's only two dinosaurs. Maybe. There's more dinosaurs that get hatched and we see little baby lizards, but I think we were only focusing on two. Sure. This movie thing. is very confusing. Oh, so very. I, I do not really know how many there were. But uh, they uh, we switched to security camera footage and uh, Diane Ladd is looking at the, in her lab staring at the footage of those dumbass delivery drivers yeah. as they go to the back of their chicken delivery truck because... I don't know. They heard uh, they, a noise they or heard, They heard a carnosaur. Yeah. They're like, it sounds like a carnosaur back there. And so they pull off the road and they look for the carnosaur and uh, it eats them. Well, no, it scratches it, one of their faces and runs pops out off. of an egg. That's, right. That's the little baby one first. That's so the what stu- the fuck did they hear? Oh, yeah, they might have heard the, a the chicken, chicken exploding. exploding <laughs> laying an egg bigger than itself. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I like that the chickens <laughs> explode when they lay the eggs. Uh, okay, so... Uh, now we get the star of every movie he graces with his presence, one Clint Howard. He shows up and, uh, you know, we assume there were standing ovations at every theater when this was showing. <laughs> uh, and uh, there he is. Uh, he's never seen such nervous chickens in his life at whatever location this is. And we see another one of the same pile of bloody chicken guts that we saw before. And there's another egg. Dun, dun, dun. So those are our two eggs, I guess. Oh, so there's three? I don't know, dude. Isn't that the same egg that broke out first? I thought we were jumbling things here. Oh, dude, I don't know where this took place. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was in a barn, right? It was in a barn. They're in a truck. Didn't the, the egg busting scene happen afterwards? No. Then I'm so confused. Yeah, same. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so <laughs> the chickens... Wait. They're picking up the chickens from that thing. That happens afterwards. We're so it's the same thing because they're. Uh, it doesn't really nah. matter, but uh, but those same guys, the guy that gets scratched, yeah, um, they're leaving through the. They're leaving from the biotech factory, and and they get stopped at the gate after this, and they're like, well, you know, technically there's a quarantine and there's no in and no out, but. You folks seem okay. Yep. Come on, like totally the stand. This situation <laughs> oh, yeah. where like one dude, one dumbass at the gate has literally condemned all of humanity the same way that it did in the stand. Yep. Where it was like, well, you know what? You seem like you're in a rush. Just I'm just going to let you Who let cares? this one guy through there. <laughs> this, this black neck thing is probably not going to be a big problem. <laughs> you're probably going to be fine. Uh, so... Who cares? Uh, and Captain Trips gets through. So we uh, we get more of the monster vision inside the truck, and uh, and the chicken jumps out, kills the driver yeah. or scratches the driver, and he hears a scream and finds a woman in a ski mask. Like now we've we've gone to this next thing. Oh, so we're not in the truck anymore. Okay. We're not in the truck anymore. Sorry. Yeah, this yeah. Is... We're we're meeting our our hero. I apologize. Our hero Doc. Yes. Who is a drunk, who is watching the movie Brain Dead in his trailer. 
which is an awesome movie if you haven't seen it. Not, it is. Not the Peter Jackson one, but the this is from the same director as this, too. So Oh, I he's didn't just know that. plugging his own little movie. I nice. didn't know that either until that cool. read up on it. I was like, I know that movie. I love Brain Ted. Uh, yeah, Bud Court. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, he's awakened by... He's the night watchman at this, I don't know, construction site that happens to be a dino highway back in the I'm past. I'm so confused. So is this the same evil company that does the dinosaur research? I, unclear. Is this like a genetics lab that also like clear cuts forests, but it's a desert and there's nothing there I and they're strip mining or I something? I don't think it's the same corporation at all because he gets in there later on. Yeah. He's not a employee at all. I don't yeah. understand anything that's going on. But he's a night watchman at this construction site and he's invaded by uh, this hippies from this commune <laughs> that right, are yes. that are trying to stop them from clear cutting a highway through the desert because yep. that highway used to be a migration path for dinosaurs and you know you got to preserve that shit <laughs> <laughs> is that their issue uh, yes i believe you gotta be fucking kidding <laughs> no me. that's what she says <laughs> so th- they're not environmentalists they're archaeologists i guess paleontologists <laughs> They're hippie, with credentials. they're hippie paleontologists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like this. This is a new stereotype I've never heard of before, and I'm kind of into it. This new hippie paleontologist <laughs> angle. Okay, sure. Um, but uh, he, yeah, he hears some drunk kids outside, and he starts shooting his gun <laughs> off, but he's wasted off his yeah. ass. And I do love the line that he says when he jumps out of his trailer. He's like, hey, I got a gun, and I can't shoot for, for shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great threat. Probably one of the best one of the best lines in the movie. There's not that many to choose from. It's true. <laughs> I mean, not many good lines ones, and not I mean. many good lines. Yeah. Yes. But he does he finally finds this woman in a ski mask hiding in his I don't know, chicken extracting machine. No, it's just a construction equipment. I don't know sure. why he was even turning it on. Where was he gonna go with it? None of that made sense. Yeah, we've already we by the end we find out that he clearly can't drive this equipment because he chooses the, the bobcat, bobcat yeah. over these gigantic cranes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Um so wh- oh So he calls the sheriff who is on the scene of the chicken farmer's truck who they they've been killed by the little baby carnosaur. Yes. And he's like Come over later, I guess. I've got I've got chicken murders to deal yeah. with, and uh, and we should also mention that the girl that he captured at this location is the girl from the psychic test at the beginning of yes, Ghostbusters. She is, which is great. And her name is Thrush. She calls herself Thrush, probably after the bird, not the the yeast based throat disease. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm guessing. I mean, I don't I know. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> I have no proof that she didn't yeah. name herself after a horrible disease of the throat. Uh, okay. Um, thrush. <laughs> thought I heard you calling my name now, Thrush. Uh, okay. Uh, the coroner's playing around with the corpse of the chicken victim. He's cutting a big chunk of body stuff off like it's steak I, because he's like, I can't identify this, so I'm going to ship it off to somebody with better eyesight. I'm going to send you a wound sample. I cut a big chunk off this guy, and I'm going to mail and it to you. And thank God this this scene is here, because it would never expl- it would explain all of the stuff that goes on later when that wound comes back from, oh, oh, they oh, wait. just drop it. Oh, wait, yeah, nobody cares. He could have just said, wow, that's weird. Yeah. I, I gotta have a conversation with my wound expert friend that we're never gonna meet. Yep, no, nope, <laughs> we'll never meet again. this person. Doesn't matter. He's never referenced again. This scene is just 
I mean, it's an excuse to have kind of a gross scene where he cuts a chunk off a human body, I guess. Because otherwise, they it couldn't just have looks- had another character. I mean, the movie was pushing eighty minutes. Like you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for a movie like this, that is pushing it. And he, <laughs> if he wasn't sending that off, it would really look like he was eating the person because yes. he was like, it looked like he had like a knife and fork and was cutting off a chunk. So, uh, sheriff and the drunk guy who looks like T.J. Miller, uh, Doc. That's his. Yep. That's what his name is. They go to the hippie camp where all of these hippie paleontologists are, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he's supposed to ID the girl from last night. I love this ID lineup here because everybody's just standing in a big clump. It's not like a lineup where he's walking down and looking at There's people standing behind people. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, is she here? And he's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, it's man, like, there's like 20 people you can't even see. And did pe- you check all the tents? Yeah. I have a feeling that the person who's nuts, who's like hiding would not just come out to be identified yep but she does exactly uh and but he fakes it and he says no i don't see her and this is the beginning of their love story of their inconceivable love story ill-fated star-crossed <laughs> lovers it makes no sense it makes no sense there's no reason there's no she reason would... that she would fall for him no or and vice versa even yeah. i mean i guess he's just a drunk pathetic loser but we learned that there's more to him. There is at least some character development, but it never happens with the actor. It happens off, like when she finds his art book or whatever. She finds yeah. that he does art. She sees that he has uh, demons. Yes, first do no harm. He cares about people. He cares too much. Maybe he even. loves Mad Magazine. He, <laughs> <laughs> he has a great Alfred E. Newman poster. Uh, yeah, weird. So, uh, she's, she sees he's not a bad guy. She gives him a smile as he drives off. And, uh, now we cut to completely inconsequential characters. Oh yeah. Who are literally just victims. We set up these, we set up these victims and the dad of one of the victims just so we can have a victim later on in a absolutely bonkers sequence. Yeah. Uh, so this is, <laughs> so this girl sneaks out of her house and gets into a va- into a jeep with all these drunk guys. They're all tooling around in the desert drinking. They look like they're in the middle of a Pringles commercial. They're yeah. having that kind of fun that people only have when they're like, "Wow, this is great!" Yeah, I'm, you this know, like, gum is delicious. <laughs> whatever, exactly. <laughs> it's like they're having juicy fruit gum, or yeah, they're doing you know, or some sort of pill that has you know bloody diarrhea as one of the side effects <laughs> wow we're sure are having fun side effects include bleeding <laughs> ulcers from your face um so there's that and only a small amount of cases <laughs> yes 50 <laughs> percent. ghostbusters lady shows up and visits the doc the drunk and, and they just hang out on the rocks while he's chugging a flask in the she, middle of the day she sees this dude laying out drunk and is like hey, hey I, made I made you, you a, a necklace. necklace it looks like a knot it, it is. is a knot oh sparkling it's a cool movie dialogue she says her name is thrush <laughs> and he's like oh what a stupid name yeah. call me doc well you're named after a fucking dwarf so shut the <laughs> fuck up all right she's an eco terrorist which is a thing that people cared about in the 90s enough that there was even an X-Files episode about it. Uh, but never really 
like I don't feel like anyone gives a shit about this. This is like a stock character from a very brief time period yep. in the nineties when the idea of like spiking trees and like all that kind of shit was like in the media. But it it's it's honestly just kind of dates it to a very specific era. Um she tries to convince Doc to stop destroying the Earth. And he's like, I'm just following orders. And either he's unaware that that was the thing that the Nazis yep. pled at Nuremberg, or he's a fan of Nazis. <laughs> so, yeah, take your pick. Either way, pretty big strike against him. Uh, so we cut back to the random drunken teens in the Jeep so that one of them can stop to pee and the other two can basically start having sex. However, this scene bothers me because the movie doesn't go hard enough here. Like, the kid gets out to piss and the other kids are like, finally! And it's like, and then we see the dinosaur run up and I guess, like, chomp his wiener? Mm-hmm. Like, but we don't see any wiener chomping? Like, and nope. we don't see any sex in sexing. So it's just like, here's where we can, here's where you can give us fun wiener chomp gore, here's where you can give yeah, us fun yeah. nudity, and you don't deliver on either counts. I would have at least liked to have seen when his dick gets bitten off, like like he's he's peeing and then like blood shoots out instead. Yeah. Like, like, okay. I mean, again, I think probably and especially with Beekler behind the effects, like dude can give us a wiener chomp. Sure, like- <laughs> but I think what we're what we're looking at here is, like, realistically, that would be a person making a horror movie to make a horror movie, and this is a cash grab. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is nothing but a cash grab for almost everyone involved it's just let's get this movie out make money on the back end from the fact that jurassic park is in the collective consciousness yep and that's it and so there's just a billion ways this whole scene could have played right i think they were just afraid to use too much they were like we don't want the mpaa to get weird about this we want to get this out get it you know but i would also have liked to see two releases one's a an unrated release yeah, and where we could get a wiener chomp and then the sex gets interrupted and the girl like yeah. jumps out naked and runs through the desert naked being chased by a dinosaur exactly. then you got some crazy action yep <laughs> this movie should have been made that by much trauma to want to watch a naked girl get chased by a dinosaur Am I- it's it's not uh i mean i wanted to see i've never seen that before i wanted to see somebody fall in love with a dinosaur but <laughs> that didn't happen either so um Let's see. Where are we? Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, we get that after after the little puppet carnosaur eats all of the yep. people in the in the jeep, and the guy I guess bleeds out of his dick hole or whatever happens. I don't know. We don't know. We don't see. We don't know. But after that, the little little puppet carnosaur oh, runs up to the, the twilight scene, yeah. and he he gives a little. <laughs> little little roar because he's just a tiny little guy. Adorable. It's fucking adorable. Love it. it really is. Uh, so that again, one of my favorite things about this movie is when the puppet is in it. Mm-hmm. It's like if there was more puppet, I would love this movie a lot more. But without the puppet, it's just like I, I remembered this movie being so puppet heavy. Like from when I first watched it, yep. and it really is not as puppet heavy. as No, and it I also goes it through long dry spells of no dinos at all. Yeah, some real. It's like it forgets it's a dinosaur movie in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> and there's some. I mean, again, even even for Corman, there is some cheap cheap shit in this movie. Yep. The the laser grid, like that is like 1960s level horror movie making. <laughs> 
Ugh. Boo. It's cheap. It is cheap, though. <laughs> okay, so uh, now the guy who, I guess, runs the biotech company, he looks like the dude from ER, but he's not the dude from ER. Uh, he's making excuses on the phone for his Franken food. He's like, yeah, he's like, we don't need the FDA because I just mix things together, and you already know these things that are right. fine. So we don't need to do any testing. It's a cow turnip. Right, exactly. If a cow I is fine, a cow into a turnip, and a turnip, and, turnip and, is fine. And you've approved both those things, so so it's fine. <laughs> sure, uh, it's great. Um, so the Ghostbusters lady is out walking alone down a road in pitch darkness. I don't understand this scene at all. No. When Doc pulls up, I don't know where they... It doesn't matter. It doesn't None matter. This, this movie, analyzing this movie... she's like, oh, movie, you're smoking a cigarette that I hate and you're drinking while driving. I think I'll just hop in with you. Yep. <laughs> because they're going to fall in love. Because this, yeah, it has to be their meat cute <laughs> over the corpse of a body in the road. So... Uh, yeah, uh, they, uh, they drive up and they find a twitching corpse on the side of the road. Basically half alive, dude. Doc freezes up in the clutch here, which I thought was interesting. Like she's kind of on top of it and he's like, and just kind of <laughs> like totally, totally shuts down. She has to like shake him to get him but to he, do he anything. he gets back in the game. He does. He gets back in the game after she shakes him. Uh, the, the twitching guy is speaking Spanish, so they don't understand what he's saying anyway. So it doesn't matter. Uh, and then we cut to the guy who was first attacked, who thought that he was attacked by a chicken, the guy with the scratches on his face. Uh, he's out for revenge. So apparently they wanted, uh, the biotech company wanted them to go out and tranquilize the dinosaur and bring it back, which I don't understand why. I don't see why that would be part of their plan, but I guess it is. Why is there dinosaurs as part of their plan anyway? I, I mean, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I don't understand anything. I mean, other than her stupid villain speech that is really confusing at the end. I don't I don't really get it. So he's uh, he's got a shotgun. He's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to shoot it. But the Carnosaur shows up. He's too fast. He just like smashes through the front window yep, and eats him alive very quickly. Uh, now we cut back to that freaked out genetics guy, and this is that scene of him, like, he's laying on the table, feeding a senator blueberry pie and like, talking about his it. his face just like a foot from the guy's eating face. Like, Yeah, it's it's especially good because he's like, now here's this thing, I want you to eat it. Yeah. It's made by a, with a thing that we haven't gotten passed through the FDA. Isn't it delicious? Uh. I mean, congratulations to your, you know, ability to convince people of things. But man, I would not personally be eating that. I would... Especially with you laying on your tummy just so, looking at me so close. So creepy. <laughs> he looks like Michelle Pfeiffer in The Fabulous Baker Boys, like laying across yeah, the piano. Yep. <laughs> like He's being a very, very creepy and overly sexual, like about everything he's yep. talking like asmr about the about the blueberry pie it's just everything about it is just real weird and again imagine clint howard laying on his stomach with his feet up in the air like he's making a phone call to one of his girlfriends yeah <laughs> would have been so much better and he's just super delighted about the hey are you enjoying the pie <laughs> are you really enjoying it now let me tell you what's in it <laughs> <laughs> that's that was what i thought they were gonna do 
like it it was written almost like that but it didn't get to that point where it was like huh like that kids in the hall sketch on the last episode where they're like really do you really like it yeah i really i really like the cake do you really like it well it's made with my very own beep and then it cuts it's like that's what it felt like that whole thing was set up for but it was just half good like well, well, I, I feel like it just didn't land like, like everything it, in this it's yeah. about half good yep um cool concept but just the execution was just everything was just a little lacking like yeah uh this was when i when i finally realized that this movie is just like a a movie version of the song biotech is godzilla by sepultura because i'll take your word on it it's biotech and they made a godzilla basically uh so anyway now there's a confusing scene of a crying dude closed in an elevator that's the guy that's the guy who's that's the girl's dad who jumped in the jeep so if you don't remember seeing him on camera for all of 10 seconds when she snuck out of the house you saw him from behind yeah (laughs) boo so yeah it confused the fuck out of me too we didn't know why he was upset because again in our minds i think in the viewers minds we haven't gone back to those kids in the jeep i feel like it's maybe an hour has passed yeah in my mind but I guess days have passed where he hasn't seen his daughter. But I guess he's told that she's there and safe now. Like It's so, so vexing. And the entire reason for this guy is to introduce us to the Carnosaur that our scientist has locked up as a pet in a laser cage. Uh, yes. What the hell is she feeding this thing? Is this thing just standing there all day long, every day, behind a laser cage? Like, And then eventually people come in and they walk into its mouth, basically. And the thing is, it's such a wasteful setup. It's like, dude, put an actual cage in there because it seems that like... That costs a, money. We've a, got lights. <laughs> a, lot of your, uh, a lot of your meat is escaping because the guy goes in and he's like, okay, I can't wait to go down this steam tunnel yeah my daughter's going to the steam tunnel why would my daughter be at the end of the steam tunnel shut up go through the steam tunnel (laughs) okay honey i'm coming (laughs) i'm gonna be there i'm walking down the steam tunnel oh a laser grid that burns your hand off if you touch it i should probably not touch that but keep going forward (laughs) okay a resident one of those resident evil cut you into little cubes laser grids fine i'll keep going and he sees the carnosaur falls down his hand goes through the laser grid gets cut off so that it gives a little bit of credibility to what is otherwise a Spencer's Gifts oh, totally. level laser show. And uh, he's dead, we assume. I, I don't think we ever see him get eaten. I think it's kind of an off-camera kind He of gets thing. kind of chewed up. Does he? We see him. Okay. Yeah, he did. All right. <laughs> I uh, don't got to eat. I mean, he does. So uh, we go back to the eco-terrorists, and they're all now sitting on that equipment just bothering old Doc. Yep. He's like, come on, guys. I really wish you wouldn't sit on this equipment. <laughs> and they're all chained to it because they're not going to move because this dinosaur bone preserve has to be <laughs> something, something, something. Fill in the blank. Exactly. Fill in motivation here. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go hang out with Clint Howard at the diner. Yep. <laughs> and so he leaves them alone and goes to the local diner. Clint Howard is talking crazy because he's watched too many of them Italian zombie Italian flicks. zombie flicks. <laughs> Italian zombie flicks. Uh, and there's a couple that's upset because they keep talking about gross stuff. And that's and- the thing. Like, But it's like, 
but his gross stuff isn't gross enough. Like, it's just like, oh, I knew a bobcat and it ate somebody's eyeball. And they're all like, oh, please stop. And it's just like, oh, man. My wife is pregnant. Yeah, it's Quentin Howard, man. He could have easily come up with something better than just that. Let you know what him I mean? something... improv. Yes. Yeah, that could have been really gross and, and funny. But, like, it's just. it's <laughs> They were afraid. <laughs> you, I can see not wanting to let Clint Howard off the chain. <laughs> And also, I can see only allowing one take for all of this stuff because you're in such a rush. Yep. But there you go. We got something out of Clint Howard. But this whole scene basically is just to meet this pregnant couple that's going to get killed later on. They do? I missed it. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> they get shot by the by the quarantine boys there in the middle of the road later oh, on. Oh, okay. Man. Oh, that's right. That's the same couple? Yeah, Jesus exactly. Christ, Who cares? You don't even need to... like. We never needed to meet them. This whole scene is just stupid. It doesn't add anything. Yep. Mm. Okay. Well, we go back to the eco-terrorists, and then our Carnosaur shows up. Or maybe not our Carnosaur. He's not our titular Carnosaur. He's our... I think the titular Carnosaur is a laser light boy. Okay, like th- sure. This is, this, is our, this is our opening act. Okay, sure. I'll give you that. So our... Uh, I guess he's a... Uh, like a raptor yeah. type thing. And he's oh. growing exponentially. Sure. Love it. And uh, the main hippie says that thing. He's like, greetings, green brother. Greetings, green brother. And then gets instantly attacked. His face gets ripped off in a pretty great scene. Yeah. Uh, Uh, The dinosaur's fingers have grown to be the size of our arms now. Apparently. uh, Which is hilarious. I loved, I got to say, though, this scene with the, uh, the woman who's tied up. Yep. And she kicks at it, and she's, like, defending herself by kicking because they're all chained to the machinery. Yeah. So they can't get away from the Carnosaur. So she's, like, kicking at its face, and it bites her. And it's very – it's oddly convincing for something that had that much motion to it. Mm. That was a – like, that seemed like a very difficult scene to film. And it was like, oh. It was good. For this, this is pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, and it takes the leg. And I, my favorite part is that it kind of, like – it just sits there and it kind of looks at her and it's got the leg in its mouth and it's kind of like chewing on it like Bugs Bunny chewing on a carrot. And yeah, we, like, get, we get a good sight of him here. And he's like contemplating the lady. He's like, huh, yeah, what? Like, like he's listening to her tell a story while he's eating her leg. It's kind of <laughs> great. Um, and so Doc shows up and takes a shot at it after this point, after it's already eaten literally everyone who is outside. And it hilariously zings off like a Looney Tune. <laughs> it's the way that it runs off is so funny. It's so cute and so stupid. I love it so much. But uh, Doc you just needed a zing sound effect. Zing! Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Again, this movie should have been sillier. Yep. But uh, he looks around at all the mutilated corpses and has a little coughing barf, and uh, he finds his lady friend in the cab. She's dead. Oh no, she's not. She's alive. Yep. She's Hooray! <laughs> uh, she looks dead at first because she's passed out from all the grossness. And uh, we cut to the coroner and the sheriff who are starting to piece together these cases. He says, the bite radius keeps increasing, so either there's more than one of these carnosaurs, or he's growing real fast. It's fast. It's real fast. Thrush wakes up at Doc's house. Thrush. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, And she's, I don't know, she's gotten over everyone she knows being murdered by a carnosaur super super fast and now she's just like charmed by all the stuff she sees around his apartment or house or whatever the hell it is 
and she's just like picking up his artwork and looking through it, looking at his first do no harm sign on the wall is Alfred E. Newman and all this stuff. And she's like, wow, maybe there's more to this guy than I thought. And then surprise, I'm here. (laughs) Dinosaur sticks its head through the window. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? And she's like, fuck, (laughs) grabs the rifle, cocks it, loads it, fires like. I don't know if And she... then the dinosaur zings away backwards hilariously. He's like, too. Oh, oh crap, crap, a gun. <laughs> so good. He's on roller skates in this scene. Yes. But I love how she's like, maybe she was a green beret and she saw too much in the war and mm. she like decided to become an eco terrorist because her facility with that gun was impressive. Yeah. Just to be like like she located the gun, picked it up, cocked it fired it at the thing like like instinct. 10 seconds yeah. total mm-hmm. between her locating it and firing it maybe her father was a marine exactly that's why she knows how to fire two uzis simultaneously mm-hmm. while wearing a cheerleader outfit um see our episode on uh night of the comet and there was another one that had that same that my dad was in the military yeah i forgot which uh, what was the first one we ever did? Oh my gosh, hard to die. Hard to die. Hard to had die that. had that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Wow, that was like five years ago, six years ago. <sighs> Jesus, it was We've an eternity. We've been doing this forever. <laughs> we were finally scraping the bottom of the barrel, so we had to do Carnosaur. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I really remembered liking this movie. I really remember wanting to like this movie, and I half liked this movie. I guess, yeah. It's got its it's it's got its charms, but it's broken. Like I don't like. There's a lot of movies that. Like, okay, I don't see myself ever watching this again anytime soon. I hate to say it, if this movie got released on Blu-ray with like a, we were just talking about like 4K restoring shitty movies yep. that were like shot on video. You know what? If this thing got a 4K restore, I'd probably look at it because it's so dark and it's so blurry and it's so hard to tell what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I'm wondering if I could see what's happening in this movie, if it would make more sense. And I'm also hoping that if they restored it, they do that thing that a lot of people do where they blow it out. So you can see all the stuff in the frames that you're not supposed to see. Oh no, that's only if it's a film. This is not film. (laughs) This is video. So no, that wouldn't work. I haven't seen anything like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh man. Sometimes when they do the like, because they they're still shooting film is still being shot on the edges yep so th- they cut it to fit the screen yeah. and so usually the uh, like uh, a boom mic or whatever will exist in that layer where it's yep. in in the film's range but you don't see it in the theater okay, now releases because they, are coming out and they're showing they cut the full it, thing and now they blow them oh, out neat. and you've got like some dude standing on the side like some fucking crew, crew guy, guy yeah. sitting on the side like, hey. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see something <laughs> like that. What's this asshole doing over here? I'm sure they're- Ignore me! Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not supposed to see yeah. him, but because of the way that they have to, like, anthropomorphic widescreen or whatever. Oh, neat. It's, it's funny. I've seen, I've seen a couple things like that. Okay. What am I talking about? Where is it? So, yeah, I forgot where we were. Um, oh, okay. Uh- Doc finds the guys who are the working for the geneticist dead in their truck, the people who are hunting the carnosaur, yep. and, and so, using this tiny amount of information. How does this happen? How does he piece together what's going on? I, 
I have no idea. All of a sudden, he's talking to the big boss here. So he instantly. So he thinks he's like, "I've got your dinosaur. I'll bring it to you." And but I'm actually going to sneak in a corpse to make you think I've got your dinosaur, but also to make I'm going to make you think that I'm one of the workers too. Yes. Or, or. So he he somehow thinks he 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 puts the whole thing together. He basically is like, okay, this genetics lab released a dinosaur. They're out trying to get it back. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to... Do what? Assassinate the scientist in charge or find out what's going on or whatever. Oh, we forgot to lay the seeds down, too, of the disease that's going on. Which which, cra- I mean, which cracks me oh. up. No, what cracks me up is how obnoxious, like... <laughs> The spread of it is mm-hmm. like there's nothing subtle. Like Quint Howard's like, "Where's my gravy?" And the guy's like, "Oh, here's gravy." Achoo! Sneezes directly into the bowl <laughs> and gives it. The guard who has sneezes like sneezes into his, in hand, his hand and, and then shakes, shakes somebody's the hand, hand like a second afterwards. The guy driving the car is like, he sneezes and cocks his head all the way to the <laughs> right and sneezes directly onto his partner. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Oh my god! <laughs> like it's so obnoxious how they they show you the spread of the disease in here. So. It's it's so weird that this Corman movie isn't more subtle. Yeah. So wait, is is what's her nuts already got the disease? Everybody's got it. Oh yeah. It's every- like The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Everyone's already got it. So um, we are The Walking Dead, as the the cover said. Uh, anyway, uh, that's Comics Corner. Uh, so let's see. Yes, he does all that stuff. He basically, he fakes out, puts a puts the body of one of the people who died in the truck in a body bag, pretends that he's secured the dinosaur. She's like, it's not moving. You'd better not have killed it. And he's like, I just tranquilized it, like you said. And so he comes in, and then she's the only one there, which we, we've had kind of established that she's she alone. She works in the basement she's by herself. She's a renegade. Yes. And works by herself. So that actually makes sense. And so he, but he doesn't know that. Uh, he shows up and he has a pistol somehow. Maybe one of the guys had it. And he pulls the pistol on her and is like, surprise. Uh, now what do I do? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, what was his plan? I mean, he wants her to tell him his her evil plan, I guess. I guess. Oh, she's great at that. Don't get her started. She'll just keep going for like 20 minutes. And never say anything of substance. <laughs> you know, you want to hear my evil plan? Some people want to see death coming, and some people don't want to see death coming. <laughs> I want to see death coming. <laughs> okay. How does that relate to dinosaur plague? Yeah. <laughs> and chickens. <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite Spider-Man panels, where he's talking to Sauron or Stegron or one of those yeah. stupid dinosaur people, and he's like, with all of your powers... Look at what you've done. You can make dinosaurs. You could cure cancer. And he's like, I don't want to cure cure cancer. (laughs) I want to make dinosaurs. (laughs) I I love that one too. From uh, Spider-Man and the (laughs) X-Men. Fucking A. I was like, that still is one of my favorite. I don't want to cure cancer. I want (laughs) to make dinosaurs. Genius. Uh, Anyway. So, uh, the doc sniffles while he's talking to this scientist. And she says, so you've got it too. <laughs> no, we're all sick. Guys. And he's like, what do you know about it? And she's like, I designed it. <laughs> and he's like, you're really bad at covering up your evil schemes to a dude who has a gun pointed at you. You know, you could say we make meatballs here and nothing else and yeah. just shut the fuck up. 
and he would have nothing to go on. But instead, you're like, I'm the dinosaur lady. I made the dinosaurs. I'm killing all of humanity. You should probably shoot me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's how it goes. I've got some break glass in case of antidote. Oh, <laughs> but it's not antidote. Oh, that made me so <laughs> mad. If it was antidote, that's one thing. It's the pure version of the fucking plague. Like, I thought that he was going to make a retro, like he was going to like use his doctor training to make, make mix some green herbs and red herbs and exactly the green <laughs> and red herbs. and yellow so it works perfect there so we it does go everything. that's what you need oh, god damn it <laughs> this is so stupid she's just like wesker um this movie is just like resident evil only bad okay uh let's see oh this is good this is actually one of my favorite parts of it. So, uh, she she tells him all the all the stuff that she's like she's the monster maker, blah blah blah, and the virus has basically infected everyone in the town. And then we cut to the sheriff and his wife, and they're so cute together, and they're having fun yeah. in the kitchen. And he's like, "You have a fever. You go lay down. Don't you worry. I'll take care of you. I'll make you an omelet." And he starts making an omelet. He takes one egg out, cracks it, and it's green, green goo, goo comes out of it. And he's like, well, that one was bad. Throw that away, but yeah. I'll check the next one. I'm like, I think if I had found one of those, I'd I've actually gotten a one bad egg and everything else was fine, though. Really? I cracked one egg and it was bloody and gross and so Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll happen. Yeah, but then the other, all the other eggs on the thing were fine. Sure. I mean... But yeah, maybe if it was dark oil goop. And I had might. and had a lizard in it? Yeah. I might, I might be. I'm gonna keep weird. cracking eggs till I get one without a goop lizard. <laughs> but it turns out they all have goop in them, and one of them has a cute little baby dinosaur in it. Yeah, and then oh. he's like, oh, my wife has a fever; she won't notice," and then she... just makes it omelet. <laughs> <laughs> Would be amazing. Uh, but he takes the baby dinosaur to the uh, to the coroner eventually, so that's really important. Super they important. They didn't know that there were dinosaurs before this. <laughs> oh wait, they totally fucking did. <laughs> so it's all just more padding. Uh, Clint Howard here shows up and he's being super Clint Howardy here because he's, I mean, he's this, walking through a chicken farm eating fried chicken. It's funny. You know that's a Clint Howard idea. <laughs> that was that's probably his idea. Uh, and so he does this, and uh, he he has the best death. He does, but I want to see how it happens. Well, you're not going to see that. Well, so he's walking through the chicken shit, and all of a sudden, a dinosaur head comes from directly above him and bites his head and pulls his head way off and shoots upwards like spider-man like yeah did this raptor like hang from his feet like like michael <laughs> myers upside down like michael myers in h2o yeah, yeah. yeah only 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 if michael myers <laughs> came down with his feet up in the air first like yeah it's so implied it's so crazy uh, cool death, but it makes no sense no, when you think it, about it. You're it like, wait, what? But it also <laughs> doesn't matter because it is beautiful. It is a really good. It's a really good beheading. So, we go back to the lab for the really confusing villain speech. Doesn't make any sense, so it doesn't matter. Sheriff brings his pet carnosaur to the coroner, and uh, who is, I guess, the town doctor and the coroner. Because he's also got all of the sick people in his waiting room. Oh yeah, so, so weird. he's not. He's doing both. I mean, it's a small town. It probably makes yeah. sense that he's the the medical examiner and the coroner and the local whatever. Uh, but uh, let's see. 
Oh yeah, that's we see all of the people sick and coughing and it's gross and sad and they all have bronzer on and it's really weird. Their faces look weird. Uh, the evil doctor's secretary has the plague too here. So she calls the evil doctor and is like, <laughs> I'm not feeling well. Can I go home? And the doctor's like, oh, of course, dearie, you can go home. Come down here. Let me check you out. We, we should just yep. make sure. And literally her entire purpose is to basically bring her down here to show this dude what's about to happen out in the world. And it's like, She's helping him solve the problem. I don't understand. She's like... Oh, it's it, like the villain giving away everything. Right. It's like, like She's like Moriartying here because she thinks that he's like the one person who could give her a challenge. So she's going to yeah. give him clues <laughs> like a like a serial killer in a, in a shitty movie. But we just get this gross scene now where this chick just yep. has a labor scene where she pushes out an egg and dies. And drops dead. Yep. We'll get another one, too. Cause and we'll get a third one, too. Because everybody loves people giving birth to eggs and dying. That is, like, the other thing. Is like That's the other thing that people hate in movies is pregnancy horror. Yeah. It's another thing that will literally make someone not want to watch a movie. Yep. And it's like, well, how many things can you stack in this movie to, like, literally trigger people's reaction that they don't want <laughs> to see your movie? Uh, and they've done it. They've stacked a lot of them. But uh, we also have to say here that she is an amazing actress. The The doctor is just fucking dynamite. Oh, yeah. is, is phenomenal. And she takes what would otherwise be absolutely abysmal dialogue. And, like, you've got to give her credit. She gives it more gravitas than it deserves by a long shot. And she almost convinces you that the words she's saying make sense. She's such a good actress that you're like, yeah, yeah, I kind of, I get it. You want dinosaurs to kill everybody? You think people are, you're like, I've done a bunch of bad stuff, so if I kill everybody on Earth, it'll make up for it. Got it. You know who else would have been great in this role, though? Julie Strain. Imagine her in an outlandish outfit being the mad scientist. That's so that's good. the direction I wish this movie went more into. Where it was yeah, just, yeah, because Diane Ladd, yeah, she's great at this, but it's like she's not that interesting to watch. You know what I mean? Like, you know like, who would be even better than Julie Strain? Who? The lady from Doom Asylum that just laughs loudly. Oh, perfect! Yeah, she's the person that that's, you should have cast. <laughs> I want like a hot cartoon villain, like, like in this role. gorgeous busty woman in exactly. like a weird outfit. Yep. who cannot act. Yes. Who is the worst actress you've ever seen? That would have been so much better. Oh, that would have been so. Instead, good. we get like um, a slightly insane librarian. Yeah, it's who's like, very okay. who's really good at saying her lines. Yeah, but, yeah. But the lines still suck at the yeah. end of the day. <laughs> so okay. Uh, do do do. The doctor asks for a better version of the villain speech this time. He's like, hey, so the first one said absolutely nothing. So could you uh, could you say something better this time? And that's when she says the lines that are totally pointless about seeing death coming and all that shit. And it's like, yeah. why is it still going? <laughs> you, have it, you go out of your way to literally show him how your evil plan works with all this stuff. But then when it comes to actually explaining your motivations, you're nothing. Yep. Nothing. 
So we cut to a military tent where everyone starts to realize that the doctor lady was the biggest bioweapon producer in the history of the world. <laughs> She's a rogue scientist who spent all of her time making illegal bioweapons for the government. And she may not have just been working on building better chickens by herself. Yeah. So now for reasons that they don't choose to explain because they don't care... The company that made this virus is now in charge of the FEMA response to the infection. They just are. It's okay. fine. We get some the stand level quarantine stuff with that pregnant couple. They come to the the yeah. outskirts of the town and she gets taken away to give birth to a dinosaur and he gets shot, I think, shot, in the street. I assume. Yeah. Uh, and then... And I love this because clearly they they retrofitted these outfits to look like this because all of their goggles, like the they have the masks and none of them can see out of them. They're all totally fogged over, <laughs> like a hundred percent no vision whatsoever. It's really good. Um, Evil lady explains, let's let's give the planet back to the dinosaurs. Yeah. He makes a Jurassic Park joke. Ah! <laughs> it would make a good park, he says. Theme park. Oh, yep. so good. Love oh, it. it is kind of funny making a J Park dig before the movie even came out. Like, How dare you? I mean, but uh, there you go. She feels guilty about her government work, and she wants to make up for it by killing everybody on Earth, like I said. And then we cut to another lady giving birth to a carnosaur. This one's really cute. She drops dead, but the yep. carnosaur's cute. It's wee, 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 wee. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it really is literally doing that. It's yes. like it's it's little arms it's are got waving. Two movements. <laughs> and again, this movie is again like two steps away from being a Gremlins clone if they just did it right. Yep. And then I would have loved it. You know, if those if there had been mischievous carnosaurs. A bunch of little ones wreaking havoc. One doing... with a mohawk? Just one with a mohawk. <laughs> I don't know. This one seems to be their leader. <laughs> I don't care, man. Come on. You're just... Give it. Give me, give me, give me, give me. This movie's terrible. How much worse would it be if we had them doing funny shit with yep. arcade games and stuff? <laughs> Come on. Give me that. But we don't. So uh, the doctor sees the birth and he just starts talking about pesticides yeah, and dumb. he says a bunch of buzzwords that don't line up or make sense. It's so stupid. Um, the doctor says that her mentor was Dr. Moreau at some point. It's like, oh, God. Oh, I missed that line. I'm yeah, she's glad like, I did. As my, as my mentor, Dr. Moreau said... Uh, in order to tame nature, we need to become more fierce than nature herself or some, mm. some shit like that. Uh, the sheriff reads to his kids while the doctor talks nonsense about a green planet. It's all terrible. Uh, and uh, evidently the sheriff gets done reading his story because after we cut back, he's to like, the I'm going to go dinosaur hunting. The second he's like, well, I'm going to go feed myself to the dinosaur because he, as soon as he gets out there, he's like, well, my family probably doesn't need me that much because he's <laughs> like, it's just you and me. We're going down together. He says, what? What is this dino suicide pact? Why did you, why did you form a fucking suicide <laughs> pact with this dinosaur? That's crazy. 
and he actually gets the better of the dinosaur, but then he has to stand over its dying corpse and, and make a, a freaking quip, which I can't even which remember what it was. I couldn't even hear it. So yeah, I didn't he's know just what like, it was. yeah, guess you're not the mother of that. And then he gets <laughs> That's a- what you get for making everyone Jurassic. <laughs> oh! Huh? <laughs> that would have been great. What are the chances that this movie's original working title was Jurassic-Sick Park? <laughs> That's Any a chances? <laughs> Probably a lawsuit. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. This movie, that should have been at least the tagline. Yep. Come on. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, why don't I work in Hollywood? <laughs> I mean, I guess... Roger Corman doesn't work in Hollywood either. Um, okay. So there, we also see a really important scene before this guy gets eaten by his quip of a window broken and a bunch of eaten puppies because the carnosaur. Oh, yeah. Carnosaur ate a bunch of dogs. Otherwise, we wouldn't know the carnosaur was bad if he they, hadn't yeah, eaten. They a, had to show us that. If he hadn't eaten a basket full of puppies, <laughs> we wouldn't have known that the carnosaur is bad. Um,. Oh yeah, we we were talking before about Resident Evil and uh, headshots. Yep. And how they don't really work right. Oh, in Resident Evil Four. Yeah, and how Resident Evil Four doesn't give you the kind of headshot bonus that you deserve. Yep. Here you go. That's this is a movie that shows you what a shotgun does when you shoot a carnosaur in the head. Yeah. Right there, because he does like rip a fucking hole right in that right in its head. Yeah. It's still kicking enough to take out his guts though. Anyway, um. There's these six weirdos sitting around the table. It's like all of the, it's like the head of the genetics lab, the head of the military, like a bunch of other people. And they're just basically like, okay, well, um, looks like we're going to lose every woman on earth. So, uh, we have been working on a synthetic womb. Yeah. Uh, all this goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. It's just... It's just to make them look more cartoonishly evil, I mm. guess. Um, the doc starts shooting the eggs that uh, our evil scientist loves so very much until she finally says, I'll, oh, I have the raw viral serum. I'll give it to you. Which, again, like I said before, raw viral serum, not an antidote. He's a doctor. At least have him do something be like yep. i know science and i can make the cure for this but he's like yoink yeah bye <laughs> like, i'm yoink. leaving the lab now i'm going to inject my girlfriend with a raw viral load that i have no idea how much i should give her yep and apparently that'll work <laughs> or doesn't we don't we don't know that's the other part of this so spoiler alert to the end uh, this this episode is so fractured and i'm sorry about that because it's just the movie doesn't make sense yeah uh, and so at least we're not bitching up a storm like last time. Good point. <laughs> or uh, are we? I mean, maybe <laughs> we are. <laughs> I don't know, but it is. So they die at the end. Yeah, the, the, it's a crazy dark ending. It's a crazy like night. You know, night of living dead. You know, murdered by government agents. Ending. They're burned alive, and then we watch the the virus burn in the fire. So why that doesn't work is because. First off, it's not the antidote. If they'd said, here's the antidote, you'd go, oh, okay, cool, it's the antidote. Yep. 
we have the one thing that could save you know he has a eureka moment he's like i found it this is it this will do it i don't listen to words well so i thought he did have that when he she said he raw vi- i mean it's got it's got a fucking biohazard warning right <laughs> on it it's like it's literally the raw version of the virus uh, but he's like yeah let me worry <laughs> right exactly and so he doesn't know how much to give her he just does it and it works for reasons unknown so but he, then it burns up in the fire, and that's supposed to be a big irony, but it's not a big irony because we don't know if she would have lived otherwise. Because yep. she dies too fucking soon. So it's like, your ironic ending is blown all to hell by the fact that you destroy the thing, you destroy the person who would be your only evidence that this cure works. Yep. So, <sighs> not that they care. Not that they care. Um, so it doesn't matter. Uh, he, uh, he grabs that antidote yep. or bra viral and runs down the pipe corridor, <laughs> the, the steam tunnel, the yes. steam tunnel there and comes into the T-Rex room, passing the resident evil laser grid. And he frees the T-Rex, doesn't he? By shooting out he the grid. Does. He shoots out the laser grid and well, frees the Carnosaur. What? That's not the way you came in. Why wouldn't you just leave the way you came in? Why are you going down the tunnel room? He went out of his way to release the monster. I don't understand. Uh, And also, man, he's a crack shot. Like, you know, the the lenses that project lasers are tiny. Yeah. And he just like... In a dark room, he can find them. He's like, ping, 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 shoots them all out. Yep. Dinosaur escapes and chases him. Which, which is cool. I mean, it's it, that, cool that, that it scene, does. That scene where you see his head through the circle uh, pipe that he's hiding in, that looks pretty cool. It is. That's good. Um, and then... And then we're watching the dinosaur ram his head against the wall oh, to try to break through. I did like that. I did like that. But then they cheap out. We don't even see the, the wall explode on the other side. We just see a hole in the wall and the dinosaur walk out afterwards. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You couldn't yeah. even make a miniature explosion, rock explosion. So like, cheap. So, so, so cheap. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, also, uh, turns out that our our evil scientist didn't protect herself against the virus nope, either. No, she's that bad. She's that crazy, and she's chock full of Carnosaur, and so... And a Carnosaur gives her a C-section. She gives herself a C-section with her bare hands. Basically. It, what? Yeah, this, this one was a chest burster, not an egg. <laughs> the thing comes out live birth. She had some. Sort I wanted of... that thing to say, "Mama." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might as well have. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny, though. I did enjoy watching that. Um, the the doctor of or Doc, sorry, uh, evades the ever same ever changing dinosaur shape, <laughs> which is like four different sh- four different sizes on the way to get him, uh, by climbing a ladder. Yeah. Climbs up a ladder and it's like, oh, ladder's my one weakness. <laughs> and uh, he runs home to give the antidote to his girlfriend while the dinosaur bursts out. And now we've got large carnosaur on the loose. Right. He goes for a walk and he looks so happy because <laughs> his mouth is permanently open in this like, ah! Ah, I'm not in a laser cage anymore. Yay! <laughs> He's just, he looks uh, he looks permanently surprised and happy. Yep. That's that is our our massive carnosaur. 
uh, and it's great. His he gets kind of mad at a phone booth here. He's like, <laughs> stop phones ringing. ringing!" But he doesn't destroy it because I guess they couldn't afford to, <laughs> and so he just walks past it. Nothing can ruin his day. Look no. at how happy this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> Doc's like, uh-oh, there's carnosaurs headed this way because this used to be a dinosaur highway. I think they remember. Why do you think that? Because she said it was a dino highway. Sure. Uh, sh- hazmat guys show up at the uh, at the genetics lab. They just start popping everybody. They just start killing everybody. And what's great is this first time that we see them, they have multicolored suits, so they look like Teletubbies, nah. which was very funny to me. <laughs> First time that you see them, there's like a Tinky Winky and like, <laughs> it's like all different colors. Uh, but they're not behaving like Teletubbies. Teletubbies are much less, much less gun violence. Much less murdery. Yeah. So um, Doc injects Thrush with the straight virus, I guess, saving her. Sure, she doesn't seem to mind. She's like, eh. <laughs> Can't be any worse than what's going on now, she says, uh, essentially. And uh, while this is going on, we're just cutting to the government people, like showing up at the doctor's office and executing all of the people with fevers and just killing people left and right and then burning their bodies with flamethrowers. Yep. And taking pictures. And taking For photos. For the gram. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get those likes. Yeah. Um, they're doing TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh do, do, do. Okay, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh Doc and Thrush get into two different bobcats. This cracks me up too. Like they're in a trailer. They see the dinosaur. Yep. Why not just stay in the trailer? It wasn't even coming over to you. Yeah, like, I didn't know that you were there. It's not, it's your not job not like to it's, kill this thing. It's not like it's going to just like attack everything. Yeah. It doesn't give a shit. I would just let that thing move. Yeah, just let it go. <laughs> you are but they're not. They're like, a- "Hey, let's go attack this thing with construction equipment." Uh, they've got these giant loaders. They've got a giant dump truck, a giant bulldozer. And they're like, "Let's cop with the bobcats." They literally have machines that are bigger than the carnosaur. Let's jump in the Mini Cooper and, and, so and they run get into in its the shin. Tiniest thing <laughs> that they have, the two bobcats. Again, we did establish very quickly and in a scene that didn't stick with anybody that he doesn't know how to drive the big machines he tries to turn them over and he's like uh i don't get it oh is that what that was is that That why he tried starting the machine okay i think it's literally just an insert shot that they put there to explain why he was driving the bobcat it still didn't make any sense why he even tried turning it on though right because he was gonna chase after the eco-terrorists in the gigantic god dude you could run faster than those things (laughs) sure Uh, he was also really drunk yeah but uh yeah so he does that (sighs) god it's so stupid (laughs) uh but we get the ripley fighting the alien scene and he's like you go i'll stay and distract the dinosaur and so he does and the carnosaur is like you're stupid knocks over the thing (laughs) and he's like oh shit i didn't think this through very well but luckily, and Thrush, who didn't know how to drive a bobcat, um, is doing pretty well for herself. She figured it out fast. Again, she was a Green Beret, I assume. And so she's like, 
trained in all of this kind of stuff and she just hasn't explained where all of her cia training or whatever it is comes from i believe it again with the gun and being able to drive this bobcat perfectly and all this stuff she's basically a jason Bourne and is the hidden gem of this and this should have been a movie about her and she should have been saving the day this entire time and kicking everyone's ass but instead we get this scene of her like poking at it, and she kind of disembowels it with a little grabby claw. On yeah, the end and we of the do thing. have some great gore effects here too. Yeah, it's really dark, <laughs> but sure. I mean, I I don't know if it's just the YouTube rip that I saw that was so dark, but I couldn't see much of anything yeah. in this scene. But it is kind of cool, you know. The, the it's it's pretty in, it's it's an interesting thing, you know. She's got the weird pinchy claw and. She kind of kind of pulls it apart, and then she just knocks herself out somehow. She gets knocked out, and <laughs> Ding Dong takes over. Yeah, Doc, and he's like, "I hate wildlife." Oh, then, such a cool line! And then has the killing blow on it. It's like, yes, <laughs> and we get this like Godzilla versus Kong moment of the Carnosaur laying on the ground dying, and it's given this like gravity and sadness that frankly i don't know where that comes from <laughs> i mean it's done nothing but eat people it's, yep. uh, we don't have any fondness for it but you watch it die and you're like oh that's kind of sad yep. because of the way that it's shot it's like um hmm. i i guess lingering on the face of an animal as it dies no matter that's gonna how do it. evil yeah. it is it still is going to make you sad um and so there you go uh now uh, he calls the government and is like, "Hey guys, we're here. Save us! Save us! We're relying on the government." But we all know how that works. You know what happens when you rely on the government? Pop, Bad pop, pop. things. Yes. So they show up, shoot the shit out of both of them, then burn their corpses and the serum. It is and so the dark. Alfred E. Newman poster. I mean, the biggest tragedy of all is that vintage <laughs> Alfred E. Newman poster and what goes a up in weird flame. thing to close on a, a picture of Alfred E. Newman and on fire. And they had to get clearance for that. Yeah. They could not have done that without clearance. I think DC owned them at that point. So I mean, it's I not tried even... looking in the credits for a special thanks to DC or anything, and I didn't see anything or to Mad Magazine. Yeah, it's I so thought that weird. Weird man, I, how the hell? I like they. Ha- I don't know. Maybe they just did it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Corman. I'm sure he just does whatever he feels like. But, I mean, I'm sure you can get clearance for that without thanking them. Yeah. And I, they probably don't want to be associated with it. So. <laughs> Unlike Coke. Unlike Coca-Cola, who were like... Look at our cans. I would like to be a part of... The, yes, look at our cans. I want to be the official <laughs> drink of the... Of the, the cabal of evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the product placement was by Pepsi. And they were like, we want the genetic research. It's in a genetic research lab and everything. It's like everything about this is like... Coke, the choice of a new generation of mad scientists. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, admittedly, every time I see a Coke can placed prominently, it makes me want to drink Coca-Cola. So I guess it works. Yeah. Uh, You know, but also they are an evil corporation and well known to be an evil corporation. So I don't know. I'm, try, I'm trying to land a sponsorship with them. So oh, I'm watch, sorry. Watch your uh, what I mean is have a Coke and a smile. Coke is delicious. <laughs> Coke is delicious. 
man, you should work for their ad agency. Yeah. Coke is delicious. <laughs> That's our new tagline, guys. It's guys, be the biggest, this is good. Biggest ad blitz <laughs> of the summer. It's the hungry for apples of a new generation. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Carnosaur. This was, was this our worst episode? What? No. Vote on it. No, vote <laughs> on it. I feel like I didn't, okay, so I was like skipping through my notes. I didn't know where I was. I'm I also on a time crunch tonight. Yeah, too, yeah. So like- I was like, so there was a, a bit of a bit of nonsense. So I do apologize if this was a little scattered, uh, but you know, whatever. You get what you pay for. Yeah. This is a free podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can help us with that freeness. Exactly. Freeness. <laughs> Show us your freeness. Yes. Uh, and do so by shopping at Coast City Comics and CoastCityComics.com. You can get a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt so you can t- show all your friends how much you like the show. Yes. We really appreciate you And they'll be like, cool us. shirt. And you'll be like, yeah. It's a it podcast. Is. And they'll be like, <laughs> ew. <laughs> You're a loser. You listen to podcasts and you'll say, yes, I am. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but my shirt has a dinosaur on it. Our, it, our, our shirt has a carnosaur on it. It basically has a carnosaur. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Kawashima's design got a freaking dinosaur coming out of a little box. with a And he was just tape. in the shop today picking up a nice Satan shirt. Yes. There's it, a brand new Satan shirt here you have, should get. We have a brand new Huarg. It's Satan from an old comic book. Uh, it's quite the funny shirt. It's pretty It's pretty delightful. Uh, it's one of my favorite panels. I assume it's in the public domain. If not, I have a feeling I'll be getting a letter. But, you know, <laughs> it's probably in the public domain. Uh, it's from the 50s. And we also have a new Coke shirt, too. <laughs> we actually do. <laughs> Huh, that's true. Uh, yeah, my friend Seth Macy from uh, who writes for IGN, he gave me a couple of designs that he that he uses to to put in the store. He was like, "If you think you can use these," and he made a main uh, Joy Division parody, and he made a an Enjoy Death in the Coke font. Pretty funny. Both yep. are really good shirts. So, uh, so check the website and get some cool shirts. Yeah, check those out. They're pretty great shirts. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, hey, guess what? I rescheduled what? Jackie Kong. Oh, sweet. Uh, so Are you still going to try to make me pick her up? No, we actually Good. have someone in Boston bringing her here. Oh, solid. So that is all taken care of, and she will be here. Uh, I think the screening is going to be October 30th, the day before Halloween. What day is that? Halloween? That is a Monday. Okay. We're doing a Monday screening. It looks like we're going to try to do Falmouth. Try to do the Falmouth Theater. Oh, cool. So For Blood Diner? For Blood Diner. Love it. Yes, very exciting. So if you want to know more about that, follow us on Instagram at CoastCityComics or at Funbox Monster Podcast. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend, and make sure you check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. Yeah. Thank you all so much, and we will see you next week. With uh, something. Not Carnosaur 2. No, I no, 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 no. We're, we're not that. doing Carnosaur month. <laughs> yeah, that was this was a mistake, and I'm sorry. Uh, we'll do something else. All right, good night, everybody. Peace. Peace.